Good morning. And welcome to episode, oh shit, this is the hardest part of my week, 83? Is that right? Uh, episode 83. Episode 83 of the Sunday Conversation Podcast. I, I, I hope so, dude. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, 83. Yeah. Presented by our good friends down in uh, Dallas, Loyalty Liquors, as well as our uh, new acquaintances, Pack Leashes. We're not really sure where their hub is, but um, I'm sure it's somewhere. Um, Aaron Taylor, myself, Ben Schanenberger, and uh, 75 cargo containers backed up in the port of Los Angeles. That's who we're being brought by, brought yeah. to this yeah. week. Yeah. So, commence the uh, global uh, shipping. Um, what would we call that? Sector. Yeah, let's call it a sector. Sector is a good word. It sounds governmenty. <laughs> Welcome to the global clusterfuck of shipping, the shipping sector. Mm. Um, I wonder if people even know about that. Do you even know about that? What that all the all the uh, container ships are backed up in both in, in San Francisco and Los Angeles. It's like all over the country. They're just backed up out in the fucking ocean, sitting there waiting to come into port. Sounds to me like uh, some people aren't going to be getting their AirPods here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's all the shipping lanes from Asia. Yeah, they're all fucked. They're all fucked. It's a culmination of a lot of things, and it's a problem that's just continuing to to uh, get worse and worse because there's not enough people to work the ports. There's not enough truck drivers to get the containers off the off the dock and get them to where they got to go. And so it's just it's just hey, a rolling clusterfuck. I think I have a new like outlook on what the hell's going on okay, or not great. what the hell's going on, but like. There is a group of Americans that are working right now. Yep. Like working hard, doing their jobs, doing what they need to do. When this group gets tired and burnt out, mm -hmm. then it's really over. Because we do, we do still have, like, I mean, shit. You could cluster me into that fucking, that group. But I, I'm keeping myself, I, I'm not, I'm, uh, I have such low overhead that I'm, I'm not being paid for by the government in mm -hmm. any way. So I'm taking care of myself, but I guess I'm not helping the issue. Like, but it's, that's, I think the underlying issue is that like America has been built up on this idea that um, obviously like capitalism is King. So what happens when that is like the ideology you have the group of people in America with that go-getter mentality that go mm. out and try to get their peace, mm. except we're currently living in a time where in order for you to get your peace, it's like impossible. So, I mean, I don't know how many times, how many weeks in a row we've talked about like, just like the work crisis, you know? And it's oh, like, at some, at some, anytime soon. Right. And that, that's what I mean. It's like, at some point, the people that are working are going to get fucking tired or burnt out or fucking whatever. And then it's like, then we're going to be right exactly where they're trying to get us, which is everyone dependent on the government and then everyone completely controlled by the government. 
Yeah, so really light conversation to start the week off uh, or start this week's episode off. Uh, well, maybe if I caught a fish this week, I would have been more happy, but I got <laughs> fucking skunked. Hey, I went fishing yesterday with Scotty Mack. I got skunked too, so skunk squad over here. Scott did and I did, but... Uh, and you want to know what sucks, dude? Some For some reason, the algorithm on my fucking Facebook news feed is all major league bass fishing like oh watch this guy pull in whopping 9.8 or 9.8 ounce bass dude it makes me want to fish a fucking florida swamp with a fucking frog like okeechobee baby dude it's there's a couple of guys that are like laugh out loud funny with like their little like nuances like when they hook up on a fish they like spread their knees out wide yep all right, that, that lightened it up a little Dude, bit. Dude, it was see, just... See how just, dynamic I am? You're, Benny, you've got <laughs> range, as they say. Um, that, well, it's funny, like, with, with fishing, like, you know, obviously, like, you and I, we fish recreational, have been fishing for forever, like, really, really enjoy it. But then, yeah, you watch these, like, professional bass fishermen who tour around the country and fish every weekend for, you know, all the best lakes in the country, and they are so absurdly serious about it and it's fucking banana lands like you know who mike iconelli is ike uh possibly he's a he's a bass fisherman from new jersey but he's like he's like he's like the john rocker of the professional bass fishing tour like he's just kind of crazy and shit he's like always yelling and screaming and shit i was watching i read his book his book was actually really good read but i i was watching uh, a tournament he was fishing in and he like needed to like, you know, he needed like a certain amount of weight to, I think he needed one more fish to catch a limit. And like, he was going to be like, he was going to win. So he's reeling the fish to the boat and right at the boat, it comes off the lure and he fucking jumps into the water. And I guess the rule in, in the professional it's a three, bass three goes, minute penalty. No, as long as you don't fully leave the boat, as long as some part of you is still touching the boat, you're still technically in the boat and it doesn't, you don't take a penalty. So he jumps into the water while keeping one hand on the bow of the boat and then grabs this fucking fish and comes up and is just screaming at the top of his lungs because he, he knew he was going to win then. And he just Wait, had did his he get one it hand in the net or something or how uh, did he... he grabbed it with his fucking hand, dude. I'll send you the video. It's on YouTube. It's great. He jumps in the water, grabs the fish with his hand, and then comes out and fucking throws it back in the boat and then hops back in the boat. Oh, uh, it's pretty it. wild because I watched this one where the guy had to get out of the boat, and it's like now they have the judge right on yeah, the boat. Yeah, yep, so they don't keep yep. they don't keep the bass anymore. They just right. weigh them and throw them back. Which is good. And the, That's good for and this and this judge is like, he's like, it's a three-minute penalty. And the and the guy like gets off or whatever. He's like, ah, fuck it, whatever. He goes and gets a fish, and as he's trying to get back on the boat, the the whatever the guy, the tournament yeah. director guy on the boat, he's like squatting down, making sure the fish doesn't touch the boat. He's like, don't let that touch the boat. Don't let because I guess you can't let like it has to be completely natural. Like you can only touch it with your hand. If it touches the boat, it, it'll get like the scale something with like the scales or something and uh i'm just like thinking like imagine being one of those old guys it's just like you know like you're the weigher and then like don't let it touch the boat and then there's the camera guy on the boat too it's like i feel like it's probably not the ideal way to fish it's like it's not fun you you know you got people all around you it's like 
Dude, people go out and watch those things. They take their boats out and they go and watch the fucking, like, people whoever fish, yeah. fish from their boat. <laughs> like, what the fuck? It's so weird, it's like, man. Can you, it's like, can you turn your fucking radio off? Like, you're scaring the fish <laughs> over here. Bro, can you put on the eagles at least? Something fucking yeah. good. Um, but yeah, back to America, falling apart. Uh, so... Yeah, I, 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 Benny, it's a, it's a disaster. And it's one of those, it's like the further and further it gets pushed back, like the further and further, all, further all the backup goes when it comes to totally, like all the, totally. the worse it's like, getting. And like, where, 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 all right. So let's say you are, let's say it's just using hypothetical numbers. Let's say it's 50% backed up, right? So in theory, I'm making this up in my head, but it sounds really smart in my head. You would need, at least 50% more workforce to account for a 50% backup, right? That makes sense to me. I don't know if it's true at all, but that makes sense like, to me. Like, hey, hey, we're, we have six guys on the operation. Yep. We've only had three guys. Yep. Now we're however many days behind. We can catch this up if we have three more guys. Exactly. But we don't. So, the thing is, is that nobody wants to go back to work. So there is no increase in productivity. And so even if they just get back to normal pre-pandemic productivity levels, they're still going to be behind because there's this gigantic backup at this point. Aaron, it almost seems as if the people that run this country knew what was going to happen. So 10 years ago they started developing ai because they knew that every single fucking person was going to be a lazy fuck and not Mm -hmm. do anything and they're it it was more like we think this whole ai thing is like kind of scary like meaning you and i and like anybody with a brain but then you think about it it's like oh my gosh nobody will do anything they like this is this is the minds trying to figure out this you know, dilemma almost like, what are we going to do? Like it still needs to go on. Life needs to happen. We need 500,000 employees right now. Where are we going to get them? Actually, I know there's this great drone farm up in Northern New York. That's uh, pumping out clones. Like you wouldn't believe. And uh, they'd be great on an assembly line at a fucking shipping center. I hadn't even thought about that. The implementation, and then and then think about think about the the if you had these like drone human things, right? Mm. And then there was just a scanner built into their hand. It's like now there's no requirement for like, oh, we don't need to buy scanners anymore. It's like fucking embedded in the fucking shit. Like oh, they run their hand over it. It beeps. It needs to go on. I mean, everyone's seen Monsters Inc. Everybody knows how the doors Mm. work in the big huge fucking door garage. The doors go down different alleys. It's like all you got to do is scan it, send this door to scare the shit out of this kid, yep. send this door. I mean, that's how it works. Yep. Everyone knows Everyone Monsters knows Inc. pretty yeah. much showed us what the the hub of UPS looks like. That's what it looks like, pretty much. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, I'll tell you what, man, the future is terrifying. I'm really hoping that none of this stuff happens until I'm long gone. It's not oh, it's problem. gonna, dude. Because not only is the shipping lanes and everything like getting congested, t- um, time is like 
double speed now. You know, like you talk about, we talk about the, you know, the news cycle used to be a week and then mm-hmm. it became a couple of days. Now it's 24 hours. Now it's 10 minutes. Right. We're, co- we're compacting so much more shit into so much less time. So it's like, I totally, mean, it, bro. it's a server overload. Totally. Totally. No, it's, it's a, it's a fucking disease. How much information is getting thrown around constantly, man. Yeah constantly it's uh it's draining it's draining society and people just they can't help themselves they just have to latch onto it and just have to fucking stare at their screens all day and and i'm guilty of it too but you know it's a it's a real real well, shame, benny i'm guilty of it too we're all everyone's guilty of yeah it. we're all guilty of it man just shit that's just the way it is right now but you know it's also like being conscious of it being conscious of the fact that you're doing it and then like you shouldn't be doing it so much and you know trying to make the most of it. like i'm up at i'm up um at my mom's house right now i came home uh, <clears throat> uh thursday night to go to the big e and then stayed yesterday and you know it's saturday morning and i'll be here most of the day today and it's funny because like being up here, like obviously I've been seeing all the boys and, and hanging out with everybody. We had Dylan's surprise birthday party last night, which was great. Um, yeah, my dad was there. He said he, it was uh, it was cool. He got to yeah, see everyone. Good time. Really good time. Um, so like when that happens, like I I'm not on my phone. I'm not just sitting there staring at my screen, which is nice. Like it's a it's a good distraction. But you know, like everyday life, like being down in New Haven or whatever and working and like you know, that's when it's like more distracting where when I'm up here, you know, I'm around the boys and stuff. So I'm doing my thing, but little side story about last night. So everybody who knows me knows, you know, when I've had a few drinks, I become a little mischievous and I like to pull pranks on people and mess with people. And that's just who I am. And I'm sorry for it. If people don't like it, but I'm, you tied my dad, you tied my dad's shoelaces together and he only has one leg to begin with. Right. He's actually still stuck at urban lodge (laughs) tied there and they can't get out. So no, he Um, had a knife in his tool belt. Yeah. Right. Five (laughs) knives on him at all times. There's a hatchet strapped to his leg. Um, no, Richie, our, our close personal friend, Richie Bidwell, shout out, Rich, uh, lead singer of Earbox. He had put his wallet down on one of the tables. We had like rented out half of Urban Lodge or whatever. So he put one of he put his wallet down on one of the tables. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna fuck with Richie. I'm gonna take his wallet. So I take his wallet, I put it in like the pocket of my sweater. And you know, whatever. I kind of forget about it. So then we're talking like, all right, like we need, you know, we're gonna have like an after party at John Riley's at the lake. Uh, you know, but we need alcohol because there's no alcohol there. So Richie's like, what time is it? I'm like, 9:53. And he's like, all right, I got to go. And he runs out the door and runs to the liquor store. Well, I had forgotten that I still had his wallet. Like it had been in my pocket for like an hour at this point. And, you know, whatever. I'm sitting there chatting with somebody. And Jordy, his girlfriend, goes, uh, Aaron. And she's holding her phone out. And I'm like, what the fuck? I look at it. It's Richie. And it clicks all of a sudden. I'm like, oh, fuck. This dude doesn't have his wallet. And he's at the liquor store. And the liquor store is closing. And, like, this is the only opportunity. So he's like, do you have my wallet? I'm like, yeah. He's like, he's like, take the debit card out and read me the numbers. They're going to punch it in, blah, blah, blah. And I hear him in the background going, I'm 31 years old. I'm older than you are. Like, I've come here. I've been coming here for 10 years. And I was like, all right. 
and I felt bad. So I gave him my, my credit card number and I paid for all of it. But uh, yeah, so little, little prank gone, gone awry, but as they say, all's well that ends well. So, but anyways, wrap this whole thought up, you know, being up here and, and, and being with the friends and stuff and just staying distracted. Like I don't find myself on my phone at all. And it, it always weirds me out a little bit when watching like, you know, like when I'm bartending and people come to the bar and they'll all just sit there and like, you know, like people just sit yeah, on their phone, sitting on their phones. And it's like, what the fuck? Like you guys are don't like each other. Like, why did you come here then? That's funny. Mm. No, no, it's, it's, it, it's like, it's everyone's mask. Like before the masks were a thing, it was everyone's mask. Like if you ever felt the slightest bit, whatever uh like socially awkward you can always just duck back into your safe spot which is looking down yep. at your phone yep um yeah no, shit, you're right, dude. man um i did see i do have to mention i saw a hilarious quote today um donald trump jr okay says at this point I'm beginning to have more faith in Dog the Bounty Hunter than the FBI. <laughs> yeah, what's the update with that? <laughs> oh, the update is uh, Dog's on the case, so all is well. Go with Christ, bro. That's what um, Dog says. Go with latest, Christ, bro. The latest FBI uh, director, something like John McVeigh or something, he, he thinks that Brian Laundry got on a boat or a plane before his warrant and then some other fbi director says that says that he will be found alive which leads me back to my other fucking thought that they've had him all along dude i i'm just i googled brian laundry and i'm just going down the 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 list of articles it's all over the place uh police received tips that brian laundry may be hiding on the appalachian trail fbi looking at new phone purchased by brian laundry reviewing surveillance photo video from fort DeSoto campground dog that bounty hunter finds fresh campsite in brian laundry search so they're just so if he finds any campsite they're like oh this is the yeah dude. yeah locals definitely. claim photo locals claim photo shows brian laundry lookalike at restaurant in mexico they got no fucking clue where this dude is. They have no, either they have him in custody already and they're just they're just keeping it to themselves, or they have zero fucking clue where he is whatsoever. Because I just listed four different places that they think he might be, and none of them are near each other, really. Yeah, Max. Yeah. So now it's uh, it's an international case now, and yeah, uh, that means the but, CIA is going to get involved. But one thing I did notice was there's been a couple articles that have now talked about what we talked about last week <laughs> which is is exactly what the issue is it's like remember she fit all the descriptions so boom yep. they, the media ran with it mm, yep. well now it's like coming up that like there's so many other you know some guy in grand teton national park was was missing um some dude from houston and they just found his remains and they they're saying that uh, with the with the heightened awareness of the Gabby Petito disappearance, it helped us find this guy too. So it really is basically showing that, dude, America is just in a fucking trance. Going back to America again, like whatever gets put in front of us, we will just fucking suck to. We will fucking glue to. It's like there, you know, you, you brought up the FBI missing persons. 
page the other day. There's yep. like hundreds of them, hundreds yeah. of missing people. But you know, she gets all this and they find her in a week and a half. Like imagine if all 100 of those other cases right. had, had the same spotlight on it. I bet you they'd be found too. Yeah. It's just like, it's a, yeah, it's sick, dude. It's, it's sick in a world, in a way that it's like, it's sickening. It's I, like uh, disgusting. I, well, I just Googled Grand Teton National Park and then pulled up news articles. And so obviously Gabby Petito's, you know, uh, on every major news platform, the guy you're talking about, whose name is Robert Lowry. He, the first article that comes up is from a website called radar online. Never heard of it. Uh, second article is Mia M E A W W. which I'm sure that's probably an acronym. And then uh, the New York post, Gabby Petito, one of three people missing near Grand Teton park this summer. And then the rest of them, are have nothing to do with this dude whatsoever so this dude was missing and found dead in the park but because he's 46 white guy from houston there's only three articles about him and two of them are from news sources you've never even heard of him the third of them in the third one he's an afterthought lumped in with gabby petito and the new york post so did you just did you just sounds um, like some media bias if you ask me but what do i know yeah, we're no experts on the media. Even though we except, are the media, technically. Except we are the fucking last remaining media that exists. We're like, uh, we're, we're like, did you ever see the movie uh, 2012 with uh, John Cusack? John, I think no. John Cusack in that movie. Uh, so in that. No, obviously- the last John Cusack film I saw was Serendipity. Oh, great, great flick. Great flick. Yeah, John Cusack. Okay, so in the movie, the movie is obviously about the, you know, the predict the, the Mayan calendar prediction that the world was going to end in 2012 and so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, so it's the planet falling apart to what we've been saying, the super, ooh, the super wealthy, super rich build these spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. I mean, the movie's terrible, so I don't know what you're waiting for, but. It, they underground build, bunkers no they build these oh. giant arcs like oh. these giant ships that was one of our crossword clues noah's boat yeah so Arc. they build these giant arcs and like because the the planet like floods or whatever anyways in the movie john cusack takes his kids to yellowstone and he runs into this dude who's doing like a radio broadcast played by woody harrelson who's sitting there like preaching what is going to happen and how the world's coming to an end and blah, 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 blah. And then obviously it happens and, you know, they play him up to be this super crazy guy, but then he ends up being right in the end. So that's us. We're Woody Harrelson in 2012. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that living in an RV. From now on, from now on, call us Woody. Yeah. Yeah. Both of us. Both of us. Don't differentiate between the two of us and we'll hopefully figure it out. Um, Woody's conversation. Woody's got. I think we just rebranded. All right, let's get let's get that IP too while we're at it. Yeah, yeah. second Instagram page. Yeah. Um. What? What? How was your week, buddy? Dude, my week was groovy. I mean, besides the fact that I didn't catch any fish. Yeah, that's a real bummer. Were you using your new your newer setup, your small setup? 
Um, I didn't even really fish that much. What the fuck? But, well, how you expect to catch fish if you're not fishing? Because there's, because we all know there's no fish in the perfectly clear water streams that you can fucking right, see. That you can see straight to the bottom. <laughs> of. Um, no, my I, ro- I rode my bicycle a ton, uh, dude. It is absolutely yellow out here just as yellow as yellow can get like the aspens are crazy yellow so i did two big mountain bike rides with a group of guys um i guess we could call it our bike posse um but uh gang yeah yep exactly and uh it was awesome just going into some new spots and one of the guy we've been riding with is like an absolute legend in town so fucking cool his name's kevin brazell um i know about he was kevin like, brazell he was on like the uh he was like on the forefront of this like he came out here in the 80s and was like a big mountain major skier and either way um he's got tons of fucking knowledge he knows so much about the area so we'll just go on a ride and he'll just like point out all these different zones that like oh yeah i've skied here 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 and here um, he's been like a patroller over at Jackson Hole Mountain Resort for the last 20 years. Works four days a week, and then the other days he's just like out in the backcountry, just like skiing random shit, and it's just like makes you realize how endless this terrain is. Sure. It's like you pedal up this one hill, and then there's you know five more ridges behind it, and he's like, oh yeah, this one's that, this one's that. If you go over to this and then up through that, you can get over to there. And then there's a really cool run over there. It's like, dude, what the fuck, man? What are you talking? Like, what the fuck? When do you- when did you do that? Like, or, you know, whatever. It's just like. It's just 30 some odd it, years yeah, of experience. It, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just so cool. So that's always like one of my favorite things. I love, uh, I love older, knowledgeable people. Sure. You know, I feel like you when you're young people are always like oh yeah you should ask questions to you know to the old vets and then a lot of people don't really don't and then they never you know it's like anything it's like practiced like if you you know i've been asking questions my whole life to whoever it's like it's it's all it was annoying at one point like ben shut up like stop asking so many questions but now i just have this brain full of information yeah. and i'm like i'm so glad i asked those questions yeah i hear you bro i was at the big e on on uh on thursday night and i was checking out the llamas and the llamas were all shaved like in the middle of their body and i and i wanted to know why so i asked one of the llama ladies and she told me that if they don't shave them in the summer they'll overheat so they have to shave the middle part of their body around where their heart is in the summer so that they stay cool and then in the winter they let it grow back in would have never known that if i didn't ask I don't know when that information is going to come in handy, but just in case, if I see a llama overheating in the summer, say, hey, we got to shave this guy right down the middle. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows if that. You're a, if you're a llama person. <laughs> mm. Yeah, my, my little cousin used to call them llamas. Llamas? Yeah, because he t- they took Spanish. Uh, llama, llama. Hey, hey, Reed, Reed, I know you're <laughs> listening. You, you used to call them llamas, and then you would eat. 10 black olives off the tip of your fingers <laughs> he would stick olives onto his fingers and then eat them all but uh 
Yeah, no, that's funny. I don't know why. I just yeah, Reed, I saw your, I saw your brothers, uh, I saw your brothers yesterday. Great time. Um, yeah, ask so a lot shit. of ask a lot of questions. So, but for real though, like that's that's important. I I didn't learn that until, you know, I was older, but once I started to realize like how much you could learn just from chatting with people and and hearing their stories and having them tell you what they've been through and all that shit. I mean, it is like mind boggling the amount of information and like, you know, obviously like going to college and like the going that traditional route is like, you know, is a good way to get information, but to get experience and other people's experiences, you either have to do it yourself or ask people who've already done it. Otherwise, you know, you're just, you're just guessing basically. And the other thing, hold on, I'm about to sneeze. I'm about to sneeze. Oh shit. Okay. God bless your soul, Benny. Oh shit. Oh man. Oh shit. Oh man. Oh boy. Oh, um, the other thing I was gonna say now, I almost lost my train of thought. But the other <laughs> thing I was gonna say is the those older people with that knowledge ne- didn't necessarily have the mediums back then to like, you know, get their knowledge to the masses. So sure. like, what was it? It was like, oh, couple couple gentlemen that had been dear friends for life every morning go sit have coffee at Mm. a little coffee shop talk about their life adventures whatever and it's like that's kind of how information was passed around obviously not not everyone has an award-winning podcast with 333 million subscribers that can get information the way we portray it you know so it's like you got to think about these things too it's like there's there's knowledge to be had. For any for anybody keeping track at home, we picked up three million followers this week. If uh, if you were listening, so you know, some would say that's a pretty good week. I don't know. Ben and I set a goal of five million, so it was not where we wanted to be, but you know, whatever, we'll take it. Um, <laughs> that's right. We did only have three hundred thirty million subscribers we've last picked week. Up, we've picked up a few more. We've picked up a few more. Things have been going great. Um, no, I, I I think you're right, Benny. I think uh, actually our numbers have looked pretty good, although ironically, the brains off episode is not doing as well. Like it's being passed by newer episodes. Interesting. Um, brains off was a good episode. I wonder. I thought if, it was I wonder funny if, episode. I wonder if people see the title and are like oh man their brain was off why would we listen to this all right fine then i'm just gonna start numbering them this one's just gonna be episode 83 (laughs) and next week will be episode 84 like trust me that's a lot easier for me than having to listen to the whole fucking thing and pick one thing out to make the title you should spell it um phonetically spell episode 83 episode a t e oh my god those dogs hold on one second it's all right. We like dogs. Hey, I can talk while while Aaron's moving. Yeah, muted. you could talk, bro. I just was yelling. That's all. We're good. Um, yeah. Have you ever seen how the alphabet has is spelled? Like the word A is like A A A E B. No. Like every every letter has a has H is like. A E I C H E or something fucking crazy. You should go. You should Google spelling of letters. Okay, I'll, I got nothing else going on. Spelling of oh, alphabet letters. Google's listening. Jesus. 
Oh wow. A A E S C C E. No, sorry. D E E. E is just E. F is E F. Also known as verbal F. Oh my God. G C H. Spell. How do you spell H, Ben? I thought it was like A E C H E or something. H A I T C H. Oh fuck. See, I was. I'm. Yeah. Hit me. The way Hit the me. W is just double hyphen U. <laughs> All these other ones are fucking spelled out. The W is just double hyphen U. Oh, uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, all right, I'll do that then. I don't care, man. I'm happy to uh to mess with people and and uh do, do you know how many people do you know how many people didn't know that the letters had a spelling? Or like yeah, me. I didn't know until like four minutes ago. Three minutes ago. That's what I mean. Ask questions, folks. Man, we're covering some topics today, boy. Shipping shortages, professional fishing, spelling of the alphabet. Because one day I was seven years old. And I asked this old guy, how do you spell H? (laughs) He's like, son, let me learn something today. It's A-I-T-C-H-E. Do you you still know how to write cursive, Ben? Yes, I do. Only because the other day, uh, my girl and I were, we we specifically got a pad of paper and then tried to, or actually we were air drawing them. We were we were making yeah. sure we could go through and do all the uh, the cursive letters. And I did. I get. I got hung up on a couple. F. The big F yeah. is weird. G is funky as fuck. Yeah, there's a few, but I, I got most of them. Z. Z is a weird one. Z, 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 I think, is. Yep, bad radio. And then it has the. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We're drawing it. We're yeah. I, uh, and, and now we've spoken cursive. I don't think I can write cursive anymore. I was never good at it, anyways, and, but I also like, I was the type of person that would. For I, me, the biggest change in my writing came probably at, in college when all of a sudden. I stopped using lowercase letters. I write and all I caps writing- <laughs> Yeah, I write in all caps too. I I I was working at Hartley and Parker, my first distribution job, and I used to have to every day I would have to deposit the money I collected from my accounts, and I'd write I'd have to write out a form that like rectified all the money, and then take a picture of it and send it down to the office. And after working there for about three months, the girls in the credit department were like, we can't read your handwriting. You got to, you got to do something. Cause I used to just do the, you know, uppercase and then just roll all the lowercase letters together. And now obviously I could read it, but, but nobody else could. And so I started switching to all caps and I write in all caps. My dad writes in all caps. My grandfather writes in all caps. So that's exactly that's It's the same exact sequence because I saw, I would, I remember like seeing my dad's, writing and he always wrote in all caps i'm like wow that looks a lot cooler yeah so then there was authoritative there there was like a time in my life where a lot of my writing would be like a lot of caps and then a few small letters because like (laughs) you were writing in that like me that like meme writing you see where it's just like uppercase and lowercase (laughs) in the same word with the with the hand claps Mm -hmm. in between oh fuck hey i mean listen you know, we're just a couple of all caps guys it is what it is i think there's something like very uh very powerful about writing in all caps it's like you're yelling at all times yeah someone reads it says you know pass the salt and instead it's pass the salt 
you know, <laughs> yelling at all times. And next thing you know, you get your salt quicker because you wrote in all caps. Yeah, just in case you uh, you're writing, you're passing notes for salt. Um, what do we What do we think? Yeah, I mean, I I don't have anything else, Benny. I um, I know I, I had mean, something we- to talk to you about, but I don't remember it, and I'm not gonna sit here and try to remember it and. Whatever. It's a beautiful day. It looks like it's probably it is, a beautiful day a out there. Beautiful, beautiful day. I think we're it's gonna... been the last three days have just been like 65 to yeah. 68 and yeah. sunny. It's just that I mean, that's ex- almost yeah. exactly what it is here. That like I, I looked the other day, actually, it was it was 68 for you guys and 65 for us or something. So, yeah, today's going to get into that. the 70s, they're saying, though, which is nice. So. Are you guys um, going to the lake? What are you guys doing today? Uh, today we have uh, Chad's Chad's uh, first his his son's first birthday party, aka just an excuse for all of us to go have have a few drinks, have a few pops, see the boys again. Uh, also, congratulations to Chad and Liz; they're having a second child. Uh, that was announced this uh, earlier this morning on Instagram. Ch- Chad, that sly devil, just kind of slipped it into his caption. Um, and then, uh, after that, I'll probably ship back down to new Haven because I've got my own, uh, my own shit going on down there. I got to take care of, but, uh, and then, uh, tomorrow we've got, uh, we've got Patriots Buccaneers and, uh, well, or tonight yeah, we all know or yesterday that. when you listen to this Yeah. and, uh, Ben is making a bold prediction that the Patriots are going to win. We're not going to get into why, but if they do win, we'll tell you why they won't. And if they don't win, whatever. It's just gonna be miserable for me. I just can sit there and fucking watch them get their shit pushed in by by fucking fucking Tom Brady, my ex girlfriend, dead to me. Um, anywho, episode eighty three of the Sunday Conversation podcast presented by Loyalty Liquors, Pack Leashes. Oh, that's what I'll do tomorrow. Since the Patriots don't play tonight, I'll do Sasha's Pack Leashes photo shoot. Perfect. Uh, go to packleashes.com, P A C K L E A S hes.com use promo code sasha baby 20 get 20 percent off any of your uh any of your orders um check us out on instagram at sunday conversation we debuted sunday conversation memes last week uh to rave reviews. Uh, shout out jack johnson shout out jack Fucking, johnson I, I, I have got nothing but laughs to anybody i've ever sent them to so he's he's yeah. fucking crushing it right now and he's probably we're probably gonna we're probably gonna hire him yeah. don't tell him He's probably going to find he, out that he, we're going to hire him. Jack reached out to me tomorrow. last Jack reached out last night and texted me. And it's like, Hey, cause I think he, I think he's living down in West Haven now. And he's like, Hey, I want to come over the bridge and, uh, and grab a drink. And I was like, for sure, dude, you know, anytime you want. And so I think we're going to go grab a drink and within the next couple of weeks and, uh, you know, and then we'll talk about onboarding him at that point. Um, yeah, I think, um, Hey, maybe you should have his onboarding meeting over a couple of drinks and see how he is. You know, yeah, yeah. No, well, that's what I'm going to do. You know, I'm going to yeah. do the old, you know, you get him a vodka soda and you just drink seltzer water, but you make him think it's a vodka soda. And so he's yeah, listening exactly. to this right now. So this isn't yeah. going to work because I just told him exactly what I'm going to do. So anyway, check out the just Instagram do, page. Do, do tequila instead. <laughs> there you <know>. go. <laughs> check out the Instagram page at Sunday conversation. Those are going to be coming you know, at least once a week, I may try and put them out more. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure that out, but I've got a backlog it's not of like, memes. They're funny. They're funny. So yeah, yeah. I have a feeling the memes are going to be bigger than the pod, which whatever we'll take our paycheck. Yeah. However it comes, we don't, we're yeah. not picky about how we get paid. Um, 
check that out at Sunday conversation while there, uh, the link to our Patreon page is in our bio. If you want to check that out, that's cool too. If not also cool. Um, that's all I got. Benny, you got anything else? No, bro. Have a great day and, uh, live life. Um, just have fun because shit, you know, yeah, we talk about some deep shit on here sometimes, but yep. we never not talk about also fun stuff. Right. Yeah. Oh, hey, Love. great chat, buddy. Love you. Love you. See you. Bye.